My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. Britt here again. We have another interesting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on today is a certified personal brand and digital strategic, uh, strategist, the founder of Impact CCT and the 360 Talent Company. She's also an official Forbes Coaches Council member and, and the host of Future Work of, of Future of Work events, as well as Trust and Authority podcast. Everyone, please welcome Petra Zing. Hey, Petra, how's it going? Thanks for jumping on today. I'm so excited. Thanks so much, Britt, for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Absolutely. So am I. And um, hey, before we really get started, do you mind just, you know, giving the listeners a little bit of your story, um, just so we can get to know you a little bit better? Absolutely. How did you get to where you are today? <laughs> now I never thought I'd become a person. Butt. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, you know, I never thought I'll become a personal branding strategist. It was never in my mind. I wanted to become right. a brand product manager in the fast-moving consumer goods industry. And this is what I did for the first 10 years of my career. And I got called into my manager's office um, to say, let's go out for lunch. And I thought, must be time for the next promotion. Because for the first 10 years, that's exactly what happened. And yeah. they did exactly the opposite. They put me in a performance improvement plan. And I was like, excuse me, like I'm the one who is doing the work, who is the first in, last out. How the heck did that just happen? And they said, yeah, we see right. that you are doing the doing, but you are in a senior role. Your role is all about influencing and enable your team to do it. And you right. don't have this level of influence that we need you to have. And this was the first time that I realized that my own perception of what I'm doing and how I'm perceived was a completely different world to what others actually perceive about me. And it bruised okay. me that much that I got out of the industry and into recruitment for all the, okay. for all the industries. And what I found out- You were out just there, done with it. Exactly. But I was specialized or I had to open up a new desk, what they call digital and technology. And by interviewing hundreds of candidates, the one thing that I've realized is that extremely smart and driven professionals missed out on job opportunities, on pay rises, often didn't even get invited to an interview simply because they couldn't articulate their value. They couldn't sell themselves. Okay. And this is how I found out that if you can position yourself in a way that actually resonates with others, then you can create your own commercial opportunities. And with that impact was born. So this is where I landed today. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, it's just really growing that belief, right? With people. And so they don't miss those opportunities that are come knocking on their door, right? Absolutely. And nobody teaches us how we can actually clarify what makes us unique and what's our competitive advantage, because when we know that, then we can communicate it and then we can commercialize it. And, right. you know, everyone's got their own idea of what making an impact is all about. But if you can actually put language towards your ideas, your drivers, your motivations, then others can get behind it. And then it's easy to commercialize and monetize yourself. And especially Absolutely. nowadays where we have to have more careers and more different jobs than ever before, mm -hmm. it's key mm -hmm. that you are able to pivot and don't rely on this one income or having the yeah. nine to five only, but having multiple yeah. streams of income. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, and that, and that rate, uh, rat race too, like, you know, absolutely. Well, I love it. I love it. I love everything mm-hmm. about it. So I guess we'll get started into, um, into this. I want to hear more about, you know, I know where you are today with your business, but what are some of your biggest wins with, um, with everything that you've done? Well, it started when I was still in corporate and because I didn't have my network and I could only interview so many people in person, I simply started to post on LinkedIn and I generated so much inbound opportunities from not only clients and candidates in the recruitment world, but then also my own job and career opportunities. So I was okay. approached quite a bit from other agencies because they saw that um, you know, I was quite out there and I had a had made a name for myself and I was quite happy with where I was so I always said no to opportunities and one agency was very persistent and literally six months and I always said no 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 and then I thought I just shut them up to be honest and say the double that I was making in my actual role and they Mm -hmm. swallowed for a second and said okay and I was like what what just happened but I didn't realize that the perception of me and how I built my brand out there was very compelling for their agency who wanted to grow further so that was the first career opportunity and then from there it just continued that leaders and decision makers saw me so I got onto two boards because the chairs thought I was good addition simply based on the content that I put out there and the community that created and now I got probably 70% of um, opportunities are inbound opportunities. Me simply sharing what I'm up to, what I'm doing, what what my learnings are. And that's much better than cold calling and reaching out to people who have got no idea who you are. (laughs) Right. You're attracting them now, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, amazing. Okay. That's great. Um, So we all know that with building six figure or higher business, uh, it comes along with challenges. You're always going to face some challenges. Um, what are some of the challenges over over the years have have you gone through? Because oh, I I'm feel like going through all of them, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I just know that our audience and people that are listening are, will be able to relate to this as well. Mm. Well, it starts with having a clear offer, and okay. you know that still is a, um, a a process that probably never stops because you also need to grow with um, the audience, with the economy, with what you actually want to do and try and test what resonates with your audience and what doesn't necessarily land. And then also putting systems and processes in place, like going to six figures. It sounds such a big, you know, achievement. It actually isn't that big of a deal, but then because you can kind of outwork everyone and you can do the doing, but then you kind of get stuck sometime when you don't have any systems and processes in the background that can actually support your further growth. And it's anything from building a team or automation or simply having a method that you can rinse and repeat that you don't have to come up with a new solution every single time. Right. A good strategy, right. That works. And instead of reinventing the wheel and stuff like that, right. Exactly. Absolutely. I definitely can relate on you there. And I know a lot of people that, well, almost everyone that we interview as well are in the same boat, you know, they face those same challenges and it's just, it's just to find the, it's also finding connections and stuff and, you know, see how other people are doing it and finding the right strategy for you. And then also just really just narrowing down that niche. Who do you want to work with? Mm. Uh, And then, like you said, like monetizing and stuff like that as well. It all goes hand in hand, right? 
Absolutely. And I think as entrepreneurs, we are in our own business because we are innovative, we're creative, we have got a million right. and two ideas that we want to implement straight away. So yeah. chasing the shiny ball is always a danger. And, you know, I'm no exception on that. And I always think already what I can do in 2036. And then I realize, oh, dang, it's only 2022. <laughs> right. But so at least, you know, and then you're making that roadmap to success, exactly. right? Just exactly. keep growing and growing. Well, yeah, yes. absolutely connecting with you there. Um, so what would you say was out of those things, what would be the biggest challenge in regards to growing that business, uh, six figures or higher? I would say having a, a very clear offer that is like a one offer that is clear and has a, a one marketing strategy behind that. So not having right. like six different offers, six different funnels, six different messages, but this yeah. one consistent presence and then also performance of it in terms of delivery. Absolutely. Great, great. So um, jumping into about the podcast, when did you start your podcast? I know you had another one before. Um, yes. But well, uh, actually, let's, let's talk about, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. It's my fourth. Oh, <laughs> the, the very I love first. it. The very first, I actually called the talk series because I realized that yeah. my level of podcasting skills were that low, like it was not okay. existent. And I thought if I just interview people uh, very casually, then, you know, we can get away with talk series. And this is how I got into it. And then I changed my own direction and it became uh, the future of work campus. And then I wanted to be more specific to talk about personal branding. Then it yeah. became the personal branding podcast. And then you know, it now has evolved to the Trusted Authority podcast because I think you can only pivot if you're moving and getting feedback and see what resonates with you and what doesn't. And so many are afraid to go, quote unquote, in the wrong direction or take the wrong turn. But you don't Everyone's know so what scared. you don't know. <laughs> it's a bit yes. of fear, right? Um, but how do you grow without it, right? So just exactly. take that leap of faith. Oh, yes, I love it. And I'm all yeah. about also, you know, sharing the story because when I changed the name, it was a big thing that I put out there on social media that I actually made sense out of that rather than just putting it under the carpet and think, oh, hopefully nobody realizes it. But people want to be part of your journey. Nobody expects you to be perfect. Uh, so yeah. rather than hiding it, feature it. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I I just, I it's very compelling how you did that because it's just all a part of the growing, right? And um, to just really, like you said, nobody's perfect and just be yourself. Like, honestly, I, I only started podcasting a few weeks ago and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. I'm not going to act like I've done this all my life because I haven't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's the same here. Like just, just roll with the punches <laughs> and learn, absolutely. right? So. Absolutely. And, you know, I think nowadays when you actually share some behind the scenes and say, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm learning, this is what didn't work, this is what worked, this actually resonates with people a lot more because everyone starts with a scrappy draft. But right. the ones who are actually get ahead, they are getting over themselves and they yeah. are taking, they're putting the ego aside and say, what can yeah. I do to create value for others? If I look perfect or sound perfect, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's all about what I can create and produce for others. So I love that you are only doing it for a few weeks. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. And absolutely. I agree with you. All, everything that you're saying is just resonating. So it's uh yeah, everyone's on that journey. And like you said, the ones that get ahead are the ones who can set aside their ego. You know, they fall forward because you're only going to learn from, uh, sorry, they fail forward because you're only going to learn from failing. So like, don't worry about it. 
you know? Exactly, exactly. So, and I think the more you share and talk about that and not trying to hide it, the more you are respected for that. Because how many absolutely. actually want to talk about failure? Like it's not a, a nice thing to say. But if you say, you know, I've tried this, but this is what happened and this is why I'm doing this, you're connecting the dots and you don't leave the story up to others to say, oh, they must have gone bankrupt or, you know, whatever, because everyone's making up their own story in their head. So you'd rather curate the narrative that you want people to talk about. So it's relatable. Like, you know, people are so afraid to uh, share their struggles. But the thing is, like, that is how people are going to relate to you because, a lot of people like they can put on this face and pretend that you know I got here by doing like nothing you know no when you can talk about you know the failures the struggles the challenges the wins that's when you're going to relate with people and open up other people to you know talk about their experience so absolutely so um what intentional actions have you taken to start this podcast besides a few of the things that uh, you mentioned um, well, I got a lot more specific with my own positioning and then with the okay. branding and marketing around it. As I said, you it, you start with doing everything and then see what sticks, what doesn't stick. And, you know, right. even though I'm all about strategy, but in the end, you can only test the waters by actually putting something out there and then get some feedback because you can have all the best ideas in your head and then it doesn't land because you've never validated it. So um, taking those small actions, iterate, uh, change and not being afraid of the pivots and share what's going on and why you're doing what you're doing. So even having a more systemized process, how do we actually produce content, batch creating content that you don't have to constantly coming up with new ideas and then repurposing the content to make the most out of that. So that's been definitely something that I've gotten a lot more intentional with setting up templates for reaching out to guests for repurposing the content and in creative ways to share it. Uh, I think I still just scratched the surface. I think there's a lot more that I can do, but again, it's a journey. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it is a journey. It is. Um, so I, I know that it was on your podcast earlier, the trusted authority one. Um, mm-hmm. And there was like, how many episodes? There was quite a few. How many episodes are you at now? Um, it is 64. 64, right. Yeah, yes. you have a lot. And how are the downloads with that? Do you get a lot of downloads? Um come off they could always be more they could always be more (laughs) but I changed um name in I think only July actually this year and it still takes a while for people to realize what the new name is all about but right it's growing which is a good trend can it grow Mm -hmm. quicker of course it could (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah yeah I hear you um so what are some of the impacts that your podcast has made on your businesses well, it was actually just um, what is it go two, oh, yeah, two weeks ago. I got um, a big speaking engagement at university as a university. There were actually one opportunity came out of it, and then they introduced me to another department, and then I had two big opportunities simply based on a conversation that um, and a podcast that I did, and one of the executives reached out and said you know your episode resonated with me we are actually planning to do this career session would you be interested to come and I was like of course <laughs> incredible isn't that is congratulations for one not only one opportunity came out of that but two uh it's crazy just by talking and like getting your voice out there like these opportunities that come knocking on your door right absolutely well I always say you need to be top of mind in whatever way because nobody 
wakes up and say, you know, I really need to get in touch with X, Y, Z and give them an opportunity. Like nobody thinks like that. No. You need to be top of mind for the right reasons that people say, oh, of course, we're looking for a speaker. We're looking for a marketing manager. We're looking for right. a social media coordinator. That your name is the one and only that comes up. And, right. you know, I'm all about being strategic with your visibility. So you don't want to be everywhere and anywhere with audiences that you don't connect with anyway, just for the sake of getting out there, but being very intentional with what you do, with who you speak, with where you publish content. Like you won't find me on TikTok, for example, even though I know it's massively growing and everyone raves about it, but it's not me. It's, so distracting. And it's not my audience. Exactly. So yeah. I'd rather put my resources, my time and energy into channels and platforms and communities that I actually you know, get also energy. Or benefiting you. From. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or helping you and everyone else as well. Exactly. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So what is your biggest focus this year with your podcast? Well, it's definitely um, growing a lot together yeah. and also being more intentional when it comes to topics to lead up to a promotion. So, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that that you, catch the yeah, eye. Yes, catch the eye, but also the attention that there is a sequence to then saying, oh my gosh, I actually need to do this program. I need to do this course. I need to get right. some coaching because there's so much build up and um, an awareness created that this is actually a problem. And right. this, I mean, even though I've got topics and themes for a month, I don't think it's as effective as it could be when it's more aligned with promotions and launches than just creating valuable content for the sake of it it still has benefits obviously but I think you know you can always improve and this would be my next stage that would be the next stage awesome Mm -hmm. and um what does your dream client or guest who comes on the interviews look like um like what is your do you have a like a criteria for certain people that uh, go on your show I'm just interested in that yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm actually also shifting the the focus on that. So my guests have been incredible, but they are more their own subject matter experts and their own authorities in their field to complement the content that I provide because it's very um, it's going hand in hand with the skill sets that we can provide. Having said that, they're right. not necessarily my ideal audience. My ideal audience and the clients that I usually work with are executives or senior executives in technical companies or consultancies, anyone who's external facing, who has to deal with a lot of complexity in their roles okay. and they need to become the translator. So how can we get people and teams on board when it comes to digital transformation, for example, right. or any kind of change management projects? Um, consultants who need to, in order to get to this next stage, to become from consultants to partner, to do BD or from partner right. to uh, director to partner, how can you get out there that you actually create your own commercial opportunities? So how can we prepare you for this next stage? These are the type right. of clients that I'm working with. Okay. Okay. I got it. That's great. Yeah. And it looks like you have a clear vision of who you want to work with, which is great because a lot of people yeah. just work with anyone and then it doesn't it doesn't always work out for them. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Yes. And I think it can actually backfire on you. Like my personality being an Austrian, I'm quite in somebody's face. I'm quite direct. And I always say, you know, I'm I'm the typical left brain. I need facts, figures to believe anything. So I don't really resonate with very, uh, I don't want to sound weird, but like woohoo people who are, you know, very in another world. And, you know, even artists or creatives, because for me, it's all about having assistance and processes in place that actually, that you can rely on 
yeah science <laughs> and not absolutely so, you know luck mm. I, I absolutely I can totally understand what you're saying there yeah I I get it um so based on okay wait I had an inter I wanted to actually how do you okay so we talked about who you're looking for who you want to kind of interview and stuff like that but how do you go about attracting those people I know we had kind of touched on that before we jumped on the interview but did you want to just tell us a little bit more about that yeah how you go well, about attracting these people to come to you uh, yeah Yes, it's 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 um, my content that I put out there. So main, yeah. my main platforms are LinkedIn, the podcast, and a little bit of Instagram, and then okay. also podcasting on other people's shows. Uh, like I love said, it because you want to be part of communities that are relevant to you. And for me, a big part to especially curate and create those B two B opportunities is speaking at conferences. I just got back last right. night actually from Melbourne, and I spoke there as a technical conference as the only non technical speaker and one of two female speakers, ninety five percent males. But this is exactly <gasps> my audience. So of course I say hang on, yes, I'm coming and I'm, yes, I'm speaking because you're standing out for the right reasons. Exactly. You got the reasons. Absolutely. Oh, this, this is just amazing. <laughs> now, um, I only have a couple more questions here, but I wanted to touch on, you know, based on where you are today, where would you, what would you have to change or what could some of the challenges, um, what could be some of the challenges that come to surface if you were to double uh, your profit and revenue by the end uh, in one year, based on where you are today? I would say there are three things. The first one is streamlining, mm -hmm. that there is one signature offer that you drive all the traffic to, not just many. The other one yeah. is investing even more so in systems and technology and automation behind it. I would say I'm probably 50% there, but there's a lot more to optimize. Right. Um, and the third part is also increasing people on the team to share the love and the workload. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I, I get it. Focuses. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And it's, it's the same with what we do here with our podcast. Like, you know, we had to make some changes. We needed to get people to do, to lift the load off of Jamie. Um, he needed podcast host setters just like myself. So, you know, you had to find the right people to do this job for him um, so that, you know, he could actually live the life that he's been planning, like, you know, freedom and then, but also making good money and stuff like that and attracting the right clientele and stuff like that. But if you have the right hiring process and find the right people to work with, uh, it, it grows you and it grows your team and it grows your business. And um, so it re re I totally agree with what you're saying there. And you're not alone because like I said, there's so many people with their podcasts and businesses struggling kind of with the same thing and, and do face those challenges. So definitely not alone. <laughs> Perfect. So, okay. Thank you again for making the time to jump on today. I was so excited for this interview and you had so much valuable insight and um, it was absolutely amazing. But before we jump off, I just want, if anyone listening wants to get a hold of you, connect with you, you know, maybe listen to some podcasts, what is the best way to go about doing that? Just so we can let Absolutely. everyone know. Now, since we are on podcast, I definitely need to plug my own podcast uh, called Casting <laughs> Authority. Uh, weekly show, solo and interviews is a combination of both. And then whoever okay. wants to take it up a notch, um, you can find some free resources on impact with triple C dot com forward slash freebies and there are guides that you can work through how to actually build your brand how to monetize it and then how to build your thought leadership on your personal brand and become the trusted authority 
Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Petra, uh, for taking the time of your day and sharing all this wonderful stuff with us. I know that there's people listening who are going to relate to you 100%. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you making the time to jump on with us today. And group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please subscribe and like the Six Figure if you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to get interviewed just like Petra did today, uh, please go to podcastrebels.com. We would love to interview, interview you as well. All right. Thanks again, Petra. And catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.